So we get to the hotel, right? Because we're going on holiday. Um, on vacation, if you're American listening. Vacation. Vacation. Um, and so we get there, me and my boyfriend, we get to the hotel and I had booked us a retirement spot. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I assumed it said adults only. So I was thinking, oh, you know, but I, what I didn't think about is the only people that want to go adults only because it's more expensive to go adults only is people who are quite a lot older than we were um and i didn't realize how many british people there would be so it was just wall to wall um old punters. embarrassing very wealthy I think they're not very wealthy but they have a lot of retirement money so they think they're a bit more posh than they are so they talk to people with like I don't know if Americans do this or anywhere, wherever you're listening from, because we've got listeners from all over the world. But British people, when they're like, they grow up vaguely, not poor, but like lower middle class. Mm. When they go on holiday, when they're a bit older, they get so entitled and talk to people on holiday as if they're stupid. I can't believe you booked a retirement home for your holiday. That is so crazy. That is so... (laughs) I swear to you, I turned to my boyfriend day four and I was like, I'm not mad about it. No, don't be. Get that foot spa. Get, there was no late night music. Get that bingo hall. There was no awful music, late night entertainment, because everyone went to bed. Get that afternoon put in. There was no, like, there was no loud sex happening from, from all the rooms. I there don't was no people. That. I think old people fuck. They I do. I'm sure they do. Fuck. But quietly, because they don't want to pop out a hip. True. Or maybe that's just me. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me. I am Sophie Kay and that over there is Yasmin Suman. Hello beautiful people. It's been a minute since we've sat down and recorded because Sophie went on holiday to a retirement home and um, I've been annoying every <laughs> lesbian in a five mile radius. Yes, I have heard about your antics Yasmin. Yes, I am single now and um, I'm not ready to mingle but I am mingling. <laughs> you are single and uh, mingling and you're not ready to mingle but i'm mingling i keep getting there are people on tinder who swipe right and go you're yasmin from we wear black and i'm like i'm very flattered but i don't listen i like pop music i like pop punk music i don't date people who listen what because pop punk men date their fans and i'm not gonna do that sophie that was the joke that was the joke i didn't get it um (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't there. I wasn't in the room with you. So, have you been seeing anyone, Yasmin? How's it been going? Um, have you got tales to tell us on a on a future dating episode, perhaps? Oh my god! Someone bit my clitoris. Um, I had to go Blech. to the doctor to Blech. get it checked. <laughs> Are and you it, fucking kidding me? So it, it, she was like, "I'm really into like kinky sex," but we were both drunk, and I was like, "I would rather just kind of go in slow." She bit it. She bit it. Not even just, like sucked like chomped with her teeth and i had to go to the doctor the next day mind you my mom works in a and e and has no sense of privacy so she will look at my medical records without telling me so i had to go to the gp and the gp was like what what happened do you do horse riding do you do like cycling like what what happened and i was like no i'm just gay i'm just gay and he was like oh have you tried dental dam and i was like yes thank you sir thank you so much um so yeah and i had to put ointment on it and it it was bruised for a week so that, that's why where... are we not video recording this episode that's, why are we not video recording that's this because I'm my f- that's where i'm at i'm still i'm still broken that's why there's no video on socials this week for this episode because i'm still broken from it 
Oh my, I've, I have questions, but then I also don't know if I want the answers. I should do an episode because I've also shagged a cult member. Um, I shagged, there was a Disney adult who wanted to fuck me because I, I reminded them of Princess Jasmine. There was um, someone who gave me a packet of cigarettes afterwards, which was kind of funny. Oh my god. Yeah, I've been through it all. It's hell. Lesbian trenches here. I'm in the lesbian I'm trenches. Worried. It's bad. It's bad. Um and there's there's this there's this girl, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into anything now. So anyway, episode. Wow. Um so I guess that's our first news story is that Yasmin is getting railed. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting pussy. I'm drowning in bitches. Mr. Bitches right here, CEO of bitches. Um, okay, if you want us to do a future episode on that, maybe we should do that as part of an advice episode. Oh my God, yeah, I'd love to do that. I'd love to talk about sex and what it's like as an adult having sex because it's, there's so many, there's just, it's just, oh, it's awkward. It's so awkward. I don't know whether um, I should high five them after sex and be like, good job. <laughs> Do you know what? This serves you right from saying on past episodes that you're kinky and you like all kinky stuff. Because that's what happens. Someone bites your clitoris. Well, listen, there's also lovely kinky people that I'm sleeping with who do a great job. So it's not just me. You have to specify boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I didn't think it needed to be said, don't bite my clitoris. But just Fair. as a heads up, in case anyone's going to try, don't bite a clitoris. Not the, not the move, not the move. Um... Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> this one—it just I, news. I, it's weird going into news right now because the news has been pretty dark. Um, so I've got two stories for you that we're going to focus on this week because there's been a mix of news, but we cannot be we wear black and not talk about these two things because I think people just at this point expect it from us. So Jan Wenner or Jan Venner, as I assume um, his name is probably pronounced properly, um, he was the co-founder of Rolling Stone and he was also on the board for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame he was on the board of directors Mm -hmm. and he was writing a book because he's interviewed some of the most iconic musicians throughout the years Mm -hmm. and when asked why there were no black people or females he basically said they didn't have the intelligence um (gasps) No, are you joking? So he basically, in his book, he had um, Mick Jagger, Bob Dylan, Springsteen, Lennon. And when he was asked, why did you focus exclusively on white men and had no women or musicians of colour? He said that it had to meet certain criteria. (gasps) And he said a lot of them. In fact, this is a a quote according to today.com. The people had to meet a couple of criteria, but it was just kind of my personal interest and love of them. In so far as the women, just none of them were articulate enough on this intellectual level. Oh my God. It's not that they're not creative geniuses. It's not that they're inarticulate. Although they have to go deep into conversation with Grace Slick or Janis Joplin. Please be my guest. You know, Joni was not a philosopher. Or anyway, I'm not even going to continue. Oh, because Mick Jagger was really a beacon of information and knowledge. Shut up! They were all on drugs. Men in the 70s and the 80s are not beacons of wisdom. They are not philosophers. They are they are out of their mind on LSD. Let's be so for real right now. 
Are you telling me Stevie Wonder couldn't have been in that book? Do you know what it is? And this, uh, it, it's, it's caused controversy. He's got himself into a load of um, nonsense. Um, but it left me with two feelings, Yasmin, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Okay. May get me cancelled. Amazing. Great to hear. Go on. <laughs> Always love Thought number one. You. <laughs> this is why representation matters, because sometimes it's the people within a community who can connect closest with a community yeah yeah and so maybe actually it was about him not being a good journalist and not asking the right questions to connect with a black person or to connect with a woman and so maybe that's on him not on the artist being articulate enough as god's favorite annoying journalist i will say that i have watched journalists struggle like fight for their life through interviews with black artists with women with queer people because they only have a surface level understanding of what it's like to be black, to be trans, to be a woman. And, you know, you can empathise with that to a certain extent, but there is something very unique about getting two people in a room who've had very similar experiences to have those nuanced conversations that you can't really, Mm. you can't derive from just a standard conversation. It's got to be a lived experience. That was the smartest thing I've said all episode. Enjoy that. Enjoy that one thing. Facts. It was facts though. It was powerful. Um, The second thing I'm going to say, Yasmin, and tell me if, because what we like to do on this, on this podcast is we know that you and I are on the right side of history, but in these conversations, I always like to challenge the way I see things and think about things because I like to see other people's opinions and it's not because whatever. Anyway, disclaimer over. I think sometimes when people are part of a minority group and they're fighting for the rights of their group, they can end up forgetting that their opinion isn't arbitrary and that they too can be judgmental of others and have bad, have thoughts that um, maybe just shouldn't be put out into the world. And I'm saying this as somebody who saw this happen with Black Lives Matter and then you see people like, not all black people have the same opinion and the right opinions about other groups or even about blackness. And Jan, I think I wonder if maybe as a gay man, Probably. as part of a group, he felt he can talk on things to a degree. I don't know. I feel people in minority groups sometimes speak out of turn. I honestly do. I, yeah. Yeah. Am I going to get cancelled for that, Yasmin? And that bit. could be us too. That a could li- be us too. Yeah, oh my God. People think that we are the beacon of wisdom for any kind of like social issue. And it's like, I'm really sorry, but I am just some random trans person who likes emo music. Do not come to me for any kind of knowledge because I'm fucking stupid. And I guess what my point is, is just because you're gay, it doesn't mean you can't be misogynistic. Just because you're black, it doesn't mean you can't be transphobic. Like, we have to question ourselves no matter what our struggles are we have to question ourselves day to day sophie we're being so fucking smart this episode what the fuck am i gonna get cancelled no, from saying that i was scared to say that to say. i'm i'm so proud of us I, we are being smart <laughs> we haven't done this in a while we have not been this smart in a while please cherish this if you're listening we are using our brains is this what happens when i sleep oh my god is this what happens when i don't drink 40 red bulls a day Crazy. are you not drinking 40 red bulls a day let's move on to the next news story is that because you're scared of giving these... Are you literally reaching... Yasmin just went, let's move on to the next news story and then grabbed their Red Bull and this took a sip from it. my first Red Bull of the day, so I'm actually doing a lot better than you think. Is it because you're scared of when you sleep with new people you don't want to give them oral thrush? Oh, no, 
idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Shut up. Let's go into the next news story. Who's been a wronging now? Oh, God. Well, this Who's is a really deep point. We're about to go. now? I this like is going to be the most deep, intense news story. This should be and- a series on We Were Black. Who's been a wronging now? Who's been a wronging now? Stop doing bad things on the internet. Who are we cancelling? Who are we cancelling this week? Right. What did you do that was so bad? And who's been cancelled this week? This week, we see CJ McMahon, the ex-vocalist of Thy Art is Murder. Uh, Come on down. I, you know, I've got to say this. Everyone's been asking me to talk about this and I get very scared talking about trans issues these days because I did once and it did not go well for me. Um, Once? What happened? What? When? I spoke out about something. You were there, and and a certain someone replied. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not really. Fair, fair. fair. Yeah, that was very bad. Very bad. Um, a lot of people have asked me to talk about this, and I am a die artist murder girly. I'm not even a girl, but I'm a die artist murder girly. I when Holy War came out in 2015, it changed Ah. the trajectory. It got me into deathcore. It got me into deathcore, and like from there, I've liked other bands since. But like that was the album that Whitechapel and Cannibal Corpse those were my bands back in the day so I fucking loved I Artist Murder and I loved Holy War because it questioned like authority and mm. um, like organised uh, you know organised religion and organised ideologies and embraced like you know different ideas and I, I thought it was like really really uh, you know introspective at the time however I need I need bands to just shut the fuck up on social media. Normalise shutting the fuck up. We as a society should just speak less because had he have not shared that, I could have still enjoyed the band. Now I so, can't. Let me go through a little bit about what's happened. So we we start talking about this on our last news episode mm. where CJ reposted a very right-wing, um, skewed, propaganda, anti-trans video and I, I didn't actually see the video, but from what I've read, it was just literally a mum saying to a kid, are you a girl or a boy? And then the kid says both. And then the mum smiles and says, okay. And then I think he commented and said, uh, she should burn in hell or something, something along those lines, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like... It was posted by a, a prolific, uh, outspoken right-wing person who um, has shared those views before and is notably very against trans rights. And those people just post weird shit. Like, it's just so fake. It's it's like, what the fuck? Those right-wing people. Anyway, so, I mean, I can't get into the whole thing right, right now because there is so much to it. But basically, CJ put out an apology. That's when we did an episode. We were like, we'd like to speak to um, the band. We've reached out to them. We did. Didn't get a response. But that is fine because, obviously, there was a lot happening. Behind so the what ended up happening... I saw this on holiday. I was like melting down. Thy Art is Murder put up a statement saying that they had kicked CJ out from the band. CJ then does a response from bed saying that he's just found out that he's been kicked out of the band through this video. And the band they have said that, you know... They re-recorded the entire album, then, mind you. They, they, and then it transpires, they re-recorded the entire album. Within a week. In this time, within a week, with a new vocalist... And since then, CJ's been putting up a series of videos. He said he posted his original apology, which I found really interesting. And then, okay, 
Can I talk on this, Yasmin, on trans issues? Right. You, you can, because you're my friend, and if you were transphobic, I would call you out straight up. Oh, no, no, so, no. I think, no, I think it's important that every ally speaks up about this. So basically, here's my thing. I saw his original video and that he was going to post that the band didn't force him to make it, the one that he made off his own back. And I found it so fascinating. I found it fascinating. Because what he said is, I don't have an issue with the LGBT community, but I, he said, (laughs) but yeah. And he was like, but where I see children harmed, I have to speak out. And this got me into, like, I've, I got a little bit, you know, everyone should do this. I got super rabbit holy with this. And I tried to go into the right wing to see what the narratives are over there. Mm. And there is so much about trans people harming children, people having, like, getting their kids to have gender reassignment surgery, or like, there's so much false narrative out in the world that these right wing people are spreading that I, what I've started trying to, what I've started finding out is that a lot of the people who are anti-trans right now don't seem to be anti-trans people full stop. Some of them are, TERFs and things are. Some of them seem to be, or anti-LGBTQ plus, they seem to be anti this rhetoric that is entirely made up. Entirely made up. What's that really- I'm like, where have you got this from? What well, the fuck? plucked from thin air. It's fear-mongering. Um, it is. My opinion on all of this is that I think it's very interesting to see, and you see it with a lot of metal musicians, how a lot of them yeah. are now pandering to the right. And um, an example I can use, because he's very publicly spoken about this, Jeffree Star um, situated himself in the leftist space and communities with you know the fact that he was a very androgynous makeup artist um skip forward to 2023 uh, on a podcast he said that he doesn't uh, understand they thems and made some very colorful comments about people who use uh, you know gender neutral pronouns and non-binary people and i thought it was interesting that a lot of people who originally started out in leftist spaces are now pandering yeah. to the right because the right will blindly follow things and give you money out of spite hate is a powerful thing hate is a powerful thing and people can make a lot of money from hate even if they don't believe it there are people yeah. i know who have gone and pandered to the right not because they actually believe it just because it pays them a lot it pays them a lot really? to be hated because even if you hate someone you're still talking about them. You're still engaging with their tweets. You're still like, it pays to be hated. Hate drives drives money, right? Like you don't you don't actively go out of your way to say, oh, I like this thing. You know, if you see a video you like, you're like, oh, I'll just put a like on it. I don't need to comment because I liked it. I enjoyed it, right? But if you hate something, you feel so passionate about it, you have to go out of your way to comment on the video, share the video with other people, say how much you hate it because you're so appalled by it, right? It's a reactionary thing. I think with CJ. What's happened is he's gone down the alt-right pipeline. Yeah. Um, it's a dangerous li- uh, pipeline to go down because, you know, the, the the facts are the facts, which is that it is impossible to get gender reassignment surgery, especially in the UK. Like, you have to wait for years. You have to go through several doctors. They have to have multiple conversations with you. It's not just something you do in a month. Like, parents aren't just taking their kids to get plastic surgery within a week. Like, it takes years years you have to be over a certain age in the uk you have to have been on a wait list you have to have gone through all of these doctors and stuff like it is such a 
there's so many hurdles that if someone was doing it just because they could it would take them years years to have those thoughts of oh, am i doing it for the right reasons or am i really sure or something like that um but yeah and then the whole thing with kids and drag shows i i just feel like it's fear-mongering that spiraled out of control that is my opinion on all of it and um there was a, a another person who came at me on twitter the other day I don't know if that's a Ned Distraz. Oh God! I, do you know what, Yasmin? I, I'm not. I'm going to edit. I'm. I'm just. If you're wondering why that audio just skipped, I've edited her name out of this podcast because I don't want her give. I don't want to give her name. I'm sorry, Yasmin, to edit your speech. I don't want to give her name any space. I don't want people to know about her. I don't want people to search her. I just want her to fall off the edge. She's. She's a nobody. She's a. There's. There's. It's really interesting. There's turfs and then there's transphobes who are just against like it's so weird there's like people who are turfs because they're like feminists and they believe that specifically trans women are the problem then there's people who are against trans children and they're like separate things like there's people who are against trans children but don't like turfs and there's turfs who are against the like it's so weird this is what i'm learning there's no there's no like balanced overarching opinion it's always it's so like it's a lot it's a lot and it's been very stressful for me in the past few weeks i can imagine seeing yes, all I- of this happening and i tweeted about it and and i appreciate that a lot of people were like oh here's some artists you can support instead and i was like that's great but it's, it doesn't help the fact that like i work in an industry where there are people who are i'm gonna have to see who don't think i should exist it's Straight i up. started writing a response to that person that um caused a whole argument about uh, trans rights on facebook within within mainly within the i would say the uk media people but it will have spread to america as well um that person i interviewed when i did a new band show back in the day mm. and i don't want to go too deep tell me if we're going too deep into this yasmin and if we need to keep it light and fun <clears throat> but i interviewed her back in the day and i know that she has gone through and by the way let me finish this sentence before you make a judgment on what I'm about to say if you're listening right now. She has gone through a lot of sexual trauma in life, a lot of mental trauma in life. She was a runaway from a young age and I don't, and that's the bit she told me. I don't know what she went through in her um, childhood. And the only, the only, the thing I'm thinking is, and this is what I started writing in this essay that I wrote to her, but I thought was the point she must have so much hate in her heart from unresolved trauma and pain that she is looking for somewhere to send it and she's sending all of that pain and blame on a community who don't deserve it my question is it's the only thing i can think is like she just doesn't have the intelligence to see that it's her pain not other people's that she's that she's trying to put on this false narrative and she's trying to everyone's trying to protect kids but you're not protecting kids if you want to protect kids then stop taking drugs and make sure that when you um you support charities for kids who grow up in abusive and alcoholic homes because actually it's not trans people doing issues there's so few trans people that it's not them kids there's so few trans kids that's the thing one in 13 kids grows up with childhood trauma. One in three girls is sexually assaulted by the age of 12, I think it is. That might be a stat that I've got wrong. I will double check that. I will write it in the bio below if I've got it wrong. That is not trans people doing that. That is, that's cis people. Yeah, 
I find that a lot of people who speak quite openly about this stuff and are so passionate about it are hiding something because there's like been instances where right wing members have been outed as being like paedophiles or nonsense. I mean, you know, look at Andrew Tate and the scandals he's got into, but he yeah. openly preaches about uh, how women are whores, but it's like, okay, but you were involved in something quite serious. He's not the only one, but what I will say is that trans people are 1% of of the the like population population right yeah and if you think that trans women are a threat to you because they can go in your toilets where where should they go like do you want to see a trans woman in a man a man's toilet like make it make it make sense like it it doesn't make sense either way you look at it i always loved my uni because they had gender neutral toilets and it was awesome because it was like you'd go in and then you'd go into the stall and there was a sink there and the toilet so it was just like anyone could go in but on a totally different this is what i'm gonna end on yeah if men wanted to assault women in bathrooms they wouldn't go through three four years of transitioning to do that they would just do that because men do it anyway thank you and good night i saw a great tweet of the day this is what i'm gonna end on um because I'm, I'm all over the shop because it makes me so upset and so angry and i i i wish i could do something yasmin but i don't know what to do but we have this podcast and we do this um my eyes are literally welling up. But this is my point, right? We grew up being told that we... No, let me start again. People are saying that we shouldn't sexualize children. But yet children are brought up to believe that the princess kisses the prince. That kids are already learning about this. Giving kids education is never ever gonna be a bad thing as long as you don't teach them about fist fucking and all that kind of stuff you know just teaching kids about oh it makes me so angry i can't even get my words out i think we have to talk about i have i have a niece um i have a niece and she's five and she's learning about this stuff in school and do you know what she learns she learns because she has a single mom she says some people have one mommy some people have a mommy and a daddy some people have a daddy and a daddy some people have a mommy and a mommy some people don't have a mommy or a daddy they have grandparents that that is the limit that is it. of That's their it. LGBT education. It is not okay. Here's how you do poppers and you listen to Troy Sivan. It's like <laughs> it's look at me. My nose has turned red and my eyes are welled up. I can't deal with this. It's too emotional. I will say this because I am big brain moment. Um, if you do want to learn more and you do want to support yeah. uh, trans people, trans children, you can uh, you know you can go support mermaids that's a charity in the uk or the trevor project which is in america i work very heavily with mermaids and i love them a lot um and they are very great and they support they support trans children sophie's crying i love this i'm actually crying because i'm so angry i'm the trans person and sophie's crying i love this (laughs) it's because it's not right it's not right anyway We've said our piece. If you do want to support uh, trans people and find out more resources and information, you can go to Mermaids or you can go to The Trevor Project. Both of them are very good resources. Zaya is murder. As we move on to releases, because that's it for news, because I'm too emotional. Um, And thank you, Yasmin, for those resources. Releases. I'm going to start with Zaya is murder. Godlike, the album, as a release, because I'm going to buy it and I'll tell you for why. I want to support the guys and the fact they felt so strongly that they had to remove CJ. There was probably other stuff going on behind the scenes, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back. There was that, like, I don't think people realise when you're in a band, like, you hate 
each other for a lot of reasons but it takes a lot to kick somebody out especially the vocalist the, the guy vo- that people care about this is what doc posted so doc from bad wolves like we're people we just see them i've interviewed them a couple of times like i don't fucking know them i don't know what's going on you don't know you don't know what cj has done you don't know if he's pissed in one of the other guys you don't know what what he's you don't know what he said to them. you don't know if, the, if this is like this is all i'll say because i don't want us to get serious yeah, if this yeah, is yeah. all we're seeing and it's as bad as it is just on uh-huh. the surface level you can only imagine what's going on behind the scenes but also those guys are like they're super lefty the other thyatis murder guys i'm gonna buy their album as well i am gonna yeah. buy their album i am um, privately they reached out to me so i do love the thyatis murder guys um and they are allies and we love them we support thyatis murder x we wear black when is it invite happen? them on the podcast yasmin the other guys and let's have a, a conversation not about what happened but just about trans rights and why it's important to them yes yes let's guys let's use our collective efforts to bully them into doing that um what else has come out oh don't okay. cap out scarlet um, oh i haven't heard that it's uh, it's a bit mid but i i liked it um <laughs> you love everything doja cat does it's a bit mid but i love her um oh olivia rodrigo put out guts and it's actually really good like really really yeah. good like, but isn't she in trouble for plagiarizing again no i'm gonna stand by her and say that her attempts uh, her her allegations of plagiarizing are simply just being inspired by songs she's heard before i feel like if we get too finicky about this and like artists start saying well you ripped off my song because you used the same sample that i used from 20 years ago it's gonna be a bit it's gonna like obviously songs are gonna sound the same the music industry is a circle i think she did a great job i love that album getting back is one of my favorite songs off that album so far i feel like because her song she doesn't write her songs herself surely no so it's obviously the people around her are writing them i don't know i'm smelling some pr game i'm smelling like oh we do this pr because it gives her good pr to be in a controversy with taylor swift it but it's like machine gun kelly shit in it who else released new stuff who else um harbour coward this place only brings death cannibal corpse chaos horrific oh did you see um kim kardashian shaved her head yeah and she's in the new american horror story it's weird like do you know what? Do you know what pisses me off, Yasmin? I'm going to tell you now. Right. Obviously, I was so fucking zen. I've been hanging out with Deirdre and Doris all week. And now I've come back and I'm already pissed off. I've been back like 24 hours. I used to wear black and wear spikes um, and metal t-shirts and have tattoos. And it made me an outcast. And that's why I did it. And that's why I liked it. And all of a sudden, David Beckham starts getting tattoos. And every fucker on this planet gets tattoos, right? And then metal t-shirts become a fashion. And check shirts and all of that kind of stuff. Everyone starts wearing that. Now, I had nothing left. But I buzz cut my hair. And I was like, hey. That, that you know, people with, but women with a buzz cut head. We do look kind of like, what the fuck is her beef? She looks a bit scary. Why is she so angry at the world? Now that fucking Kim Kardashian, does that mean every Michael Kors handbag carrying person is going to shave their head buzz cut? They will and they'll regret it instantly. So Fuck! Let them do it. Let them do it. Fuck! Let them do it. Fuck! Also, um, Deshell Pegasus as well. Got to mention them. P.O.D. Um, had a song called Drop. Uh, Catch Your Breath released Mirror. Catch Your Breath, we were a huge TikTok band, but they've got a new song out, so maybe they're still trying to like get more hits. Do you have more releases Scene or have you got TikTok? Oh, Scene Queen. Push Up, Push Up, Pink Push Up Bra. Is that what it's called? Oh. Um, 
There's been a few other artists. Honey Revenge, I've been listening to a lot recently. I think they're really, really great. Um, okay, cool. And they're they're really cool. Um, who else have I been listening to at the moment? Do you know, I've been going back to like my 2017 emo phase and I've been listening to a lot of Creeper and a lot of Paris. Hang on, hang on. Let me get this straight. I didn't have my emo phase in 2017. Wait, I had, wait. I had a phase of music that I used to re- listen to on repeat in 2017 and it was The Amity Affliction. I love. Let the Ocean Take Me or whatever it was. Yes, so it was that album. Um, oh. The first Bad Omens album, Seaway, yes. Counterparts Love Me, Not Loose, uh, Laugh Tracks. I bought that on vinyl recently. Movements, uh, Man Overboard, Real Friends, Trash Boat. The yes. first Trash Boat album was amazing. Same with Boston Manor. Um, State Champs, uh, Around the World. Ah! First Stand Atlantic album, first With Confidence album, first Water Parks album, first Broadside album, Rome when they were still a band, the first two As It Is albums. Um, Shapes, do you remember Shapes? Shapes, Shavups, as they called Shavups. them. Shavups, Shavups. Did you, know, did you know that was Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden's son? Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know that Brandon is Corey Taylor's son? Oh, do you know what? Fuck you. (laughs) And then um, Yonica and a lot of Tonight Alive, a lot of Creeper, a lot of Walsh Sleeps and a lot of Paris. I have a controversial opinion for the gays who listen to this. My favourite Paris song is You and I. Oh, okay. And apparently that's a basic choice. What's your favourite Paris song? I think that's a basic choice. Okay, go on. What's your favourite Paris song? I think it's great, but I, every day, like... St. Patrick and My House. Those two songs together back to back. That's the most basic one! No, 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 no. Because I was the first person to play them in the UK, so fuck you all. (laughs) Um, Wait, no, I've got got something for you, right? I've got an observation that every millennial I want you to listen to right now. See, Yasmin, I want you to answer this with yes or no alone. Did you say you've gone back to your 27 playlist? 2017 playlist. Yeah. Did you say you've cut back on Red Bull? Um, a little bit, yeah. And the other week, did you say hello, people of the internet? <laughs> so I'm actually um quitting the podcast. This is going to be my last episode. Um, I I hate to say it, but I've been been infected with the millennial disease and <laughs> i think i just i can't live knowing that Sophie has got to me like this so you only listen to music from your biggest emo phase and now you're just you're listening to music from the past i'm gonna kill myself um it's all right the doggos will look after you shut up that's a slur <laughs> that is a slur you, i would rather you call them an actual slur than call them doggos <laughs> Popperinos. So just grow up Grow up, Perinos. Grow Doggos. up, okay. Grow up. It's gonna happen. If you're listening right now, Sick it's gonna to my happen. Stomach. Sick to the my day stomach. Yasmin says doggos, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have the best day ever. I'm pass um, away. Um, what's been happening on social media then, Yasmin? Since so, I never post and I haven't seen anything because I've kind of been off it. You've been gone for two weeks. Oh wait, shit. What? I forgot the best releases. Go on. Corn has said that there's going to be a new Corn album coming very soon. Um, and Blink-182 dropped two new songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, and yeah. One More Time is literally Tearsville. Tearsville. Like, if you don't... I was... Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. But also, uh, Landon Barker has released a new pop-punk song, Travis Barker's Son. And I, it'll be interesting to see how that picks up in the alt community or whether... Because I know the alt community hates Nepo Babies. 
So yeah, but also I like nepo babies that know they're nepo babies. Like Shivabs. Yeah. Shivabs. He was never secret about the fact that he's, <clears throat> his dad was Bruce Dickinson, and I respect and that. Griffin and, and Griffin. Yeah. That Griffin they, Taylor, they were Corey Taylor's like, son. They've never been like, oh, my dad isn't the guy in this band. So, yeah. No, they work extra hard to make sure they earn their stripes. Yeah, and also Landon, I also feel like Travis Barker from interviews I've read in the past doesn't just give his kids a pass, he makes them actually work. Like his other daughter, Alabama, she makes like rap music. So it's like, it's not... Travis, I don't think, um, I don't think Landon's being an epo baby. I think he actually likes that kind of music and wants to make it. Um, social media has been hell, by the way. That's it. So there's been a big debate. This is encapsulated social media at the moment. Gig etiquette. You motherfuckers don't know how to act. I'm going to tell Wait, you now. Wait, we started this. I'm going to tell you now. You guys don't know how to act. Don't know how to act. So, Would you restart this with our episode about, about gig etiquette for Gen Z? I think so, because <laughs> at a Hot Mulligan show, someone jumped from the balcony, from on top Ooh. of the disabled lift, into the crowd and almost like seriously injured someone. He could have like seriously killed someone by doing you that. You talked about that on our two episodes ago? Yeah. So, so that's that the was one you the mentioned. start of it. Yeah. Um, so then a dog, a dog was brought to a show, to a Motionless in White show. And um, Vinny talked about this from Motionless in White. So the dog, it's not clear whether the dog was a service dog or not. But from the looks of things, the guy didn't have any ear protectors for the dog, brought him very close to the speakers. That's very dangerous for dogs because if you don't know, dogs have very hypersensitive hearing. Um, so this dog was right right next to the speakers, no ear protectors, and the guy was picking him up and he looked stressed and it really annoyed me because, it, you know, obviously service animals are very much needed um, for anything and you can bring dogs to concerts. Bring them ear protectors, though. Bring them the right equipment yeah. to make sure that they can do their job. You wouldn't go to your job and not bring whatever fucking equipment you needed. Don't don't take a dog to a concert and not bring them earmuffs. And stand at the back. Like, well, no, even with earmuffs, they shouldn't be there, full stop, unless they're a service animal. Yeah, and then that's not even it. So there was that. There was someone on Twitter saying, if you can't afford £93 tickets for Olivia Rodrigo, you shouldn't go to the show. <laughs> Oh my god, someone put that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I got Olivia Rodrigo tickets. Uh, I bet that went down like a cold cup of sick. It oh did. my god. It did. And then also people saying if you're over the age of 20, you shouldn't see Olivia Rodrigo, you should grow up. <laughs> I'm 24 and I love Olivia Rodrigo, so... Also, £93? She's not fucking... Um, she's not fucking Foo Fighters. I know, I know. £93? Wait, let me, let me put that into... Let me put that into... It was it was ninety three pound because I paid it. Shout out to Leah who sold me my ticket. I paid it. I'm seeing Olivia Rodrigo. I'm so excited. Okay, just to let you know, that's about a hundred and thirteen US dollars, and because we've got a lot of listeners in Australia, that's about one hundred and seventy seven Australian dollars. That's Madness. It, that is that is tame compared to what comes next. So, someone. Um, Someone painted their face black, their entire body black, actually. Uh, okay. And went to a Bad Omen show and was refused entry. Um, <laughs> it's unclear why they did it. Maybe they were trying to to look like a sleep token kind of person or something, but their entire face was black. Their entire body was Which black. Which country did this happen in? In America. And, and were they, like, painted black as in, like, in a scruffy, like, in the way vendor paint themselves blue... Was it like a, or was it like, I'm trying to blackface here, do you think? Were they just trying to be a little bit 21 pilots and just went a bit excessive and went all the way past the neck? Yeah, and it went down like a cup of cold sick, rightfully so. A bit Wes Borland. Yeah, 
bit, bit like bit okay. cup of cold sick. But um, the worst one was at a a Silent Planet show. Someone brought a machete. Whoa! And was that a rock fan or just someone we don't know yet? A, a, someone who was a fan of the music. So Silent Ga- Garrett from Silent Planet tweeted. Tonight, the venue security let a dude in the show who had a massive machete on his hip. He was standing side stage, screaming at me and Dev- uh, oh, until Devin from Dayseeker's crew noticed and did something. Insane. Whoa, Whoa that's madness. It's that's been, just- we're in the trenches at the moment of gig etiquette and gig culture. Like, it is not hard to just not be a dick at shows. It's really not hard. Imagine being like, all right, I'm going to go see my favourite band. Got my phone, keys, wallet, cigarettes. Oh, and my machete. Right? Like, <laughs> what oh, the hold fuck? On. Babe, hold on. I left my machete at home. We've got to go get it. Like, not what even the, the ticket. Fuck? Not even the ticket. The fucking machete. Are you joking me? Like, I feel bad. My ick for myself at concerts is, because I'm a social media manager, I have to sometimes record bands on stage, right? And it looks like I'm just stood there doing nothing but it's like i just need like still footage of this band for like 30 seconds and then my job is done but that is my ick that's what i think is terrible i have not brought a machete to a show so maybe i'm not as bad as i think that is messed up you would not see me bringing my dogs to shows i think i think i let me just say this now service animals 100 percent welcome as long as they have the correct equipment and they are safe 100% welcome. Love a service animal. But they're trained to be in those stressful situations as Love well. Love a working dog. Love a worker. Yep. Okay? I support all workers. But don't love someone just bringing their dog to a concert who isn't a service animal? Don't. Yeah, don't do that. Because your dog's not trained for them right it. next yeah. to the speakers. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Fuck, yeah, the guy was walking around in the pit with the dog in the air. And it was a bit like, that's not what a service... Like, the dog can't do the job if they're not on the floor. But I like the fact that Motionless and White not only put out a statement, but that um, I can't remember which member of the band was so damning of it. And I read Vinny was so damning, and I just I love him for doing that. If you're a fan of the band, it's like oh shit, I've really upset them now. People on Twitter are insane. I saw a thread the other day for Bad Omens, and I'm not going to use the person's app because I don't want them to get dogpiled. But there was a, a person who went thread of all the girls that Noah Sebastian from Bad Omens has slept with, based on timelines, and it's like. I even what tweeted, I deleted fuck? it because I felt bad, but I was like, if I if I was ever in a band that blew up, I would I would genuinely get us cancelled because I would just tell someone like that to shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Who does that? Do you know what? But that's what he said. They have got the most insane fans. Like they're... And the photo, by the way, as proof of who this person was sleeping with, it's it's a photo of him and in the back of the, the mirror of the photo you can see a girl. And it's no, there's no clarification oh of if that person was like a family member or someone he was sleeping with or like, you don't know. It's just a girl. I feel for, I feel, do you know what? And I'm not surprised Noah is so like away from social now and so like anti all of that because he was on it quite young. I, I saw a video, it's the cutest thing, but people unearthed like his first YouTube uploads. Did you see that? Yeah, that man has no privacy. I feel so bad for him. I also feel yeah. bad because, like, if he's, like... When you're, in, when you're in your early 20s, as someone in the early 20s, you're chaotic, you sleep around, you get drunk, you do stupid shit, and people don't give you a pass if you're in the public eye. And I... This is, like, something we'll talk about on a dating advice episode. I struggle with this a lot because I know that 
even though we are fucking irrelevant people know who we are and i've had people take photos of me at shows like not with me of me have had videos taken of me at shows where like i'm a little bit turned or i'm being stupid with my friends and people have posted it on reddit being like oh my god yasmin from we wear black is so stupid yasmin from we wear black is a poser and doesn't know the words and it's like no i'm just having fun with my friends but if you video me and take it out of context it is gonna look a bit weird like but yeah it's just it i feel for bands i really do i have a one percent of uh, understanding of what they go through and i hate it it's awful i wouldn't wish it upon anyone um okay right well that's it for for um our news episode Mm -hmm. it's been a roller coaster ride we've laughed we've cried we have we've got emotional it's how it goes and we've called people on the internet idiots so i feel like we've done i mean job. that's a regular week that's all i do um and i'm surprised that you've come over to my side of thinking you used to defend all of those people but now you're just like that bit older than the than the crew that are doing all that stuff it's more that i've ever since i started dating and meeting new people i've realized that there are a lot of crazy people out there a lot of crazy people who think they know everything about my life and mm. think they know everything about we wear black and industry stuff and want to be in that world but don't actually want me and it's a bit it's a bit sad but um that's for my therapist later today so what would be your words of wisdom my words of wisdom are don't don't blindly idolize people online have realistic expectations mm. about what a person can be and um yeah have healthy relationships with band members and anyone you idolize online my words of wisdom would be that nobody online is real everybody my words of wisdom are don't bite someone's clitoris there you go oh wow okay yeah. um that too that too uh, it's a shame you have to tell me about that but um i would say nothing online is real so if you think you know someone because you've seen them online even if they post chronically you still don't know them so keep your opinions to yourself keep your judgment to yourself and just deal with your own shit yeah deal with your own shit if you want to follow us it's at we wear black pod on twitter and instagram i will say people have been emailing us and, and messaging us and i love it um someone said actually that was <laughs> someone messaged and sent a voice note was like love you guys um i love that whenever sophie talks about new releases in the news episodes she goes into a radio voice and i was like yes i do i yeah you go and now time for releases this art and it's so funny to watch you do it it's so funny it's so funny i do it's so funny i know calling me out i'm gonna be so self-conscious about that now next week i'm gonna be be like it's really funny it's really funny i love (sighs) to about it um, but yeah, you can follow us at We Were Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Email us wewerblackpod at gmail.com. I'm at Yasmin Suman X on everything. And if you want to follow me, it's at I am Sophie K on everything. And just to let you know, there has been some people posting um, some fake profiles of me over on Facebook, trying to pretend they're me, trying to get people to be in competitions. And I just want to let you know, I will never ask you for account details i will never be sending you to other websites that's not something i do um i might share a post when we wear black but just let just to let you know if i'm chatting with you back and forth on social media it's not me it's not if you if you send me a dm i might send you like a short answer back i am too socially awkward to chat to people online i very rarely go online so 
don't get scammed, people. Okay, bye. Love you, bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.